Hello and welcome into Locked on Cardinals for Tuesday, August the 17th of 2021. I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan, your host for the show, Lucas Smith. Thanks for tuning in today and every day that you tune in to the Locked on Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on your favorite platform, podcasting platform or both. Thanks for tuning in because the Cardinals have a very big, very exciting, very important three-game series coming up this week against the NL Central division leaders in the Milwaukee Brewers. The good news, the Cardinals are sending their two aces to the mound in Adam Wainwright and Jack Flaherty. The not-so-good news, the Brewers are sending their three-headed monster of Corbin Burns, Jake Woodford, or Brandon Woodford, excuse me, and Freddie Peralta. So the Cardinals have a tall task ahead of them. That said, more good news. The Cardinals have been on a roll recently. Eight of their last 10 games have ended in a win. That also includes nine of their last 13. Playing good baseball when the Cardinals need to play good baseball. The question is, will it continue to be good baseball as we move into a little bit of a tougher team in the Milwaukee Brewers? I would say at least a little bit tougher than the Pittsburgh Pirates and Kansas City Royals. But hey, Got to play the games for a reason. So on today's show, we're breaking it all down as we are talking the pitching matchups, what I like and what I don't like, and how the Cardinals might be able to come away with a series win and some serious momentum. That's all coming up on today's episode of Locked On Cardinals. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into the show. Thanks for joining me again. Um, it's going to be an exciting series this week at Bush Stadium. No doubt about it. We are brought to you today by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car's ever going to need. Visit rockauto.com. Be sure to tell them that Locked On sent you. But let, 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 let's not delay any longer because th- this Cardinal team has the the chance to prove a lot of doubters wrong, even even not even just doubters. They have the chance to prove a lot of people who are kind of on the fence about this team wrong. If you missed yesterday's episode, I kind of did an interesting take. I did an optimistic and a pessimistic slash realistic look at the Cardinals' chances for a playoff push. In that episode, I talked about the good things that the Cardinals have been playing on a roll. You've got Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado getting hot at the same time, which is something we have not seen for an extended period of time this season. Talked a lot about the starting pitching and how that has been a key factor. So again, the, all the optimism is in, in yesterday's show if you want to listen to a little bit more of it, but those are the big points. Big points on the pessimistic side. The Cardinals' schedule in September is a daunting one as they only face one team out of playoff contention, and that is the Chicago Cubs. Otherwise, they've got the Mets, Brewers, Padres, Dodgers, and Reds all next month. That is a daunting one. And also that the cast of characters has not changed all that much. Yes, you've got Flaherty back, but also even though Garcia and McFarland have been good, you've got to wonder how long is that going to last? There are definitely some question marks with this team. And the big one to me is the record against teams with an above 500 record. And that stands right now at 20 and 32. So the track record shows that it is not a good, this is not a good team against other good teams against playoff teams against 
teams with above 500 record. 20 and 32 is not good. This team is also 29 and 31 away from Bush Stadium. So a 32 and 25 clip at home is a solid number. But a lot of question marks surround this team going forward. But in terms of the Cardinals standpoint, you could not have lined up this 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 series with any other better starting pitchers than the Cardinals have. Adam Wainwright, Jack Flaherty, and TBA, probably either going to be John Lester or Miles Michaelis as, as he is slated to make his return sometime this week. The Cardinals sit just four games back of a playoff spot. You didn't miss hear me. You didn't miss watch me. They sit four games out of a playoff spot. Four games with the Padres lost against the Rockets last night. Just one team in between them and the Padres, that is the Reds. Four games is still a lot to come to in, in just over a month and a half. And the Padres are a really good team that got Tatis back. So don't get me wrong, it's still a daunting thing. But l- before I get to the breakdown, let- let's talk about how important it is for the Cardinals to have their aces going. Adam Wainwright, Jack Flaherty. Adam Wainwright has been the ace of this entire team, of this team, the entire season that Jack Flaherty has been hurt from May on. You take out his first two start, first two bad road starts. Adam Wainwright has been very good on the road as well. He is the leader of the staff. Because every time, even with Jack Flaherty probably having better stuff and being better than Adam Wainwright, every time you look over in the dugout, or at least the, the camera looks over on the dugout, most of the time, I guess I should say, Jack Flaherty is with Adam Wainwright, talking his ear off, trying to learn from one of the all-time Cardinal greats in Uncle Charlie, Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright is the leader. He is. 100% stepped up in the absence of KKK, in the absence of Miles Michaelis, in the absence of Jack Flaherty, the Cardinals have lost, in the absence of Dakota Hudson, even that we knew the Cardinals were going to lose. Adam Wainwright has stepped up in ways that I don't think anybody saw coming. Leads a team in wins. At one point, was the second, had the second highest innings pitched in the major leagues. So the Cardinals having Adam Wainwright start this game is huge. He's a big game pitcher. He has been his whole year. Game five, 2013 National League Division Series clincher you look at game seven national league championship series against the new york mets clincher as a closer 2005 or six game five world series against the tigers closer he's pitched in a lot of big games has a very very good resume overall in these kinds of games pitched very well in game two of the national league division series against the wash or championship series excuse me against the washington nationals as well as against the atlanta braves pitched okay in that series but the the bottom line is Outside of Jack Flaherty, Jack Flaherty would probably be the only other guy that you would want to start game one. But Adam Wainwright, you could not go wrong with him. He has stepped up time and time again. Even last year, you just take a look at a regular season big-time starter. You have the, the game against the Chicago White Sox after the big layoff and when he went five innings when he was only probably expected to go two or three. You have the shutout against Cleveland, or the complete game rather, against the Cleveland Indians whenever the Cardinals had gotten stomped on the two games prior. Big game pitcher, and the, he's not meant to be a stopper. He doesn't need to be a stopper today. He needs to just go out there and keep the momentum rolling. Coming off an exceptional outing. 88 pitches, two-hit shutout, yes, against the Pittsburgh Pirates. I get it. But nevertheless, a two-hit shutout is a two-hit shutout, no matter who you're playing. Didn't walk anybody. Was absolutely dominant, but also drove in a couple runs. And then you, you go to game two, you got Jack Flaherty on the mound. Jack Flaherty stepped up in his first start back. Six shutout innings, just two hits, struck out five. And this is where the real test comes in. Again, I'll break this stuff down a little bit more here in segments two and three. But just the mindset for the Cardinals to have their aces on the mound is huge. Because this team, this team's success begins and ends with pitching. The Cardinal backbone, really their entire franchise has been pitching. You look at some of the greats, you go all the way back to Dizzy Dean, to Bob Gibson, to John Tudor, to Bob Forrest, you go a little bit further, you, you go to 
Even Jeff Zubon had some success. The Chris Carpenters, the Adam Winnett of the world, Michael Waka, and there are so many more. Michael Walker for a brief time. I understand that. But still, so many more names. This Cardinal franchise has a rich, rich, rich history of pitching success, pitching dominance. And Jack Flaherty is just another man in that mix. And that is so much more true this season as well for the Cardinals to have their aces going. Because when they pitch well, they win. You're probably rolling your eyes wherever you're watching or listening to this right now. Because I say that so often. But when this team pitches well, they win. We're seeing that on their winning streak. Starters are setting the tone, getting their te- keeping their teams in the game with chances to win. And when this team pitches, they win. I, I'll try not to say that the rest of this show. I understand it can get annoying. But this team, when it's right, it's pitching. We're even seeing that with J.A. Happ and John Lester turning in good starts. And when they're turning in good starts on top of Wainwright and Flaherty turning in good starts, all good things for the St. Louis Cardinals. The, the mindset has to be flying high in St. Louis. I hope, I hope it's a packed house at Bush this week, or at least for tonight's game against the Milwaukee Brewers as Adam Winnett takes the mound. Because I, I, we've all learned that it's really hard to bet against Adam Wainwright, and it's really, really hard to bet against Adam Wainwright when he is at home. And he's at home. He's probably going to have Yachty behind the dish. Hopefully he's got a feel for that curveball and for that sinker. Keep the Brewers off balance. And the bullpen is going to be well-rested. The bullpen is on a roll as well. But for the Cardinals to have their two aces going is huge for all the reasons that I just mentioned. Momentum. Those two guys have been stoppers before. Those two guys have been momentum carriers before. But also you look at the other side. The Cardinals are sending Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, and Brandon Woodruff to the mound. That's a three-headed monster if I've ever seen one. You can at least agree with me that Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff are a two-headed monster. Freddie Peralta is also having a fine season, very good stuff. Nothing to sneeze at there as well. So the Cardinals needed, and they, they didn't have the luxury to do this, it just happened to line up, to have their best pitchers going. And no disrespect to John Lester, J.A. Happ, or Wade LeBlanc before he got hurt. I would feel I'm feeling a lot better that Jack Flaherty and Adam Winnard are getting these two starts. I just am. You want your best. And even though Jay Happ and John Lester have turned in very solid, very above average starts, John, or I'm sorry, Jack Flaherty and Adam Wainwright are your two best in your rotation right now. All the more reason to be excited that these two guys are going in games one and two. Again, hopefully no injuries come up in the next two days. Knocking on wood there. So that's the mindset for me that the Cardinals have to have. Playoffs are within reach. Got your aces going. Good vibes all around at Bush Stadium. Now, after I take a quick break, we're going to talk about the pitching matchups, what I like, what I don't like, and just kind of get into the, a little bit of the numbers here in segments numbers two and three. So stay tuned for more. But first, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all, that's right, all of your sports action. Baseball season is getting into the pennant race season. We're in the dog days, but it's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Not just Major League Baseball, but the NBA is coming around quicker than we know it. So is the NHL, and the NFL is right around the corner, and all your UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into this game as teams like the Cardinals are prepping for their runs to the playoffs. So head to the website right now, betonline.ag, and enter the following promo code for a 50% welcome bonus. 50%. That is what the promo code locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Locked on gets you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline. 
Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Game one tonight, Tuesday, 645 first pitch. Adam Wainwright versus Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns having a, an historic a whoop. Grammar, we got to work out the grammar there. Uh, having a historic start in his season, uh, coming up against the Chicago Cubs last time out, eight innings, just four hits, struck out 15, including 10 in a row to tie a major league record. He strikes out a lot of guys. Got 172 strikeouts on the season and just 121 innings pitched. Opponents hitting just 203 against him, a whip of 0.93, only given up five home runs the entire season. Keeps the ball in the park. He's 7-4 and four with a 2-2-3 RA in 20 starts. He's got a 0.6 ERA in the month of August. Had a 2-3 ERA in the month of July. So by every single account imaginable, this man is on a roll. The only blemish in his, in his July was a four-inning, five-run start against the Atlanta Braves. Other than that, this man has been on more than a roll. He's been exceptional, and he is somebody that the Cardinals have seen before. Corbin Burns in his career against St. Louis Cardinals, one and three, nine games, six starts, got 30.2 innings underneath his belt. And you might think that, okay, it's a 4 4 ERA. That's some pretty good success. However, last year in two starts, uh, or sorry, this season rather, in two starts, 11 innings total, one earned run, 18 strikeouts. Pretty good success here in 2021. Last year in two starts, eight and a third, four earned runs across two starts, still struck out 15. Uh, and I, I think I misspoke. He has 18 strikeouts and 11 innings pitched this year in two previous starts and uh, just just the one walk. Pretty solid numbers for, Brand, or for Corbin Burns against St. Louis Cardinals. However, some positives for the St. Louis Cardinals, and I'll get into it right here. Cardinals have some pretty decent success here against the against the, the, the Brewers right-hander, according to MLB.com. Let's take a look at some of those, shall we? Limited playing time here with Nolan Arenado, three out of six with an RBI. Matt Carpenter is hitting 308, 13 at-bats with two bombs. Paul DeYoung, 308 in 13 at-bats, a bomb and four runs driven in. Paul Goldschmidt, 462 in 13 at-bats, a bomb, two runs driven in. Uh, some guys that are struggling, Dylan Carlson, one out of seven, and Yadier Molina, one out of seven as well. And because when it's on the mound, you would have to expect that Yadier Molina is on the mound as well. So some pretty good, some pretty decent numbers, all things considered, against Corbin Burns for the St. Louis Cardinals. And that is not to say that I feel good at all about the Cardinals facing off against one of the game's best, coming off one of his, if not the best start of the season. It was at least his best start of the season, striking out 15, albeit against the struggling Chicago Cubs. But hey. Got a pitcher you're supposed to pitch against that day. He did that with ease and with dominance against the Chicago Cubs. Meanwhile, Adam Leonard is also coming off a fairly solid start. He's got a 2.81 ERA in his last seven starts, that most recent one coming against Pittsburgh. Pretty decent, right? Two hits, nine innings, struck out seven, didn't walk a soul. Also drove in a run. So both these guys are coming off exceptional starts. Which one's going to step up? For the Cardinals, you'd want Adam Wainwright to be the one to step up and to pitch better. Because you have to think not a lot of runs are going to be scored, not only in this game, but in, in the whole series. I'm not expecting many 9-8, to 10-8, or even 7-6 to six ball games. I'm expecting at most five runs being scored a game by per team. You know, 3-4, 4-2, 5-2. And if I'm wrong there, I'm wrong there. But I'm feeling pretty good to taking that, taking that bet as to saying 
not a lot of runs being scored in this series, at least in the first two games when you know that you have both the two aces for the Cardinals and two solid pitchers for the Milwaukee Brewers. But when you look at Adam Wainwright against the, the Milwaukee Brewer lineup in this season, got some pretty good success. Lorenzo Cain in 17 at-bats is hitting just 235. Eduardo Escobar is two out of eight. Um, Omar Navarez, the catcher, is hitting is two out of eight. Jace Peterson, one out of nine. And 16 at bats, Christian Yelich, just 250. He's been struggling. Uh, solid numbers for Avisil Garcia, who is four out of seven, or three out of seven, excuse me. So Adam Wainwright looking to ride the success of his last start. Both these guys have had exceptional last starts, and the bullpen for both these teams are well-rested because both of them had off days yesterday. So in game one, I think this, to me, is the more intriguing pitching matchup. Because, yes, Freddie Peralta has had a very fine season. He's 9-3 and three with a 2-2-6 ERA. His ERA in his last seven starts is 2.58. His most recent start is against the Chicago Cubs. He pitched okay. But just with, with, with the way that both of these starters, Corbin Burns and Adam Wainwright, are coming off historic starts, in different ways. Adam Wainwright threw a Greg Maddox and drove in a run. We should call that the Adam Wainwright, right? And then Corbin Burns, like I mentioned, striking out 15 Cubs in eight innings, including 10 in a row. That tied a major league record. And the record that the Adam Wainwright set was the most efficient complete game shot out by a St. Louis Cardinal. So you have both these pitchers coming off extremely successful starts and just really being in a zone right now. I'm really excited. I'm not excited for the offense. I'm really not. But game one has all the makings of another classic pitcher's duel in Bush Stadium. And again, because I, all, because I said all of this, you just know both of them are going to get lit, lit up. That just might be how baseball works. But uh, the track record will tell you that, that, that that's not going to happen. Both these guys are going to come out, bring their A game. And that, that's what both these pitchers do. Both these guys are big-time arms, big-time big, big uh, big time success. Corbin Burns a little bit less so of, of a track record than Adam Wainwright, obviously. But both these guys, I think, are going to bring their A game. That that's a tough game for me to call. But I think both these first two games are coin coin tosses. Adam Wainwright needs to, needs to continue the role. Corbin Burns needs to continue the role. Jack Flaherty needs to answer the bell in his first real test off the IL. Freddie Peralta needs to, needs to just continue to pitch well as he has all year. Like I said, that two two six ERA. But for game one, it's going to be which starter blinks first. I truly believe that, especially if both these guys are on. It might be one, two runs secures you a win. With any starter, this goes for all six starters this week, especially the five that we know of right now. Who's going to have the better start to the game? Because the key for the offense is to get to these guys early. Because when aces settle in, that's when you know that you're going to be in trouble. So Adam Wainwright. First inning key, get outs early. That uh, that, that curveball is working, and I hope it is. It's going to be a long night for Milwaukee. If that cutter's working for Corbin Burns, I hope it isn't. It's going to be a long night for St. Louis. Game one and game two really are toss-ups. I'll break down game two a little bit more in-depth here in just a moment. But, man, I really wish I was going to be at Bush Stadium on Tuesday night. I'm, I'm moving into my apartment um, today or, or Tuesday, so this will be the last time you see this exact setup if you're watching on YouTube. So, sadly, I won't be able to go to the game. I will be watching and giving coverage on Twitter at LJ Fastball and uh, Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals. But, nevertheless, it's going to be a fun one. So, if you're on the fence about going, I know that we're, we're all frustrated with ownership and with the way the Cardinals have played in June and throughout most of this season. They're on a roll right now. This is this should have the feel of a postseason game, in my opinion. And Adam Wainwright, I think if you give him the energy a little bit, not that he needs any more motivation, but if you give him some energy, I think that he's going to step up big time. And what what have you what what have we seen from Adam Wainwright 
this year, but especially recently, to tell us that he's not going to step up. So game one, a lot of confidence in Mr. Wainwright. We will see how it goes. However, like I said, we have uh, a tall task. Or the Cardinals, I guess I should say, have a tall task ahead of them in Corbin Burns. Game two sees more aces for the St. Louis Cardinals. Breaking down games two and three next. Um, it's going to be a fun series, so be sure to stay tuned for more Cardinal breakdown in this upcoming series against the Milwaukee Brewers. But first, I want to tell you about our title sponsor today, and that is rockauto.com. Because with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So save time and money with Rock Auto. You have the access to rockauto.com at home on your computer or right in your pocket on your phone. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more from the same parts at a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business and it has reliably low prices for each and every customer. They have everything you need brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. So go to their easy to use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. It's rockauto.com. So go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. You won't be disappointed. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com And you're used to having a lot of choices when it comes to eat, I'm sure, but it matters where your food comes from. Get nutrition from nature with the Wild Alaskan Company. That sources wild-caught seafood from Alaska and the Pacific Northwest. Choose from salmon, whitefish, or even a combination. Every month, there are different specials to explore. Each shipment contains premium, wild-caught, individually wrapped portions of delicious seafood that's ready ready to prepare and easy to cook. Wild Alaskan Company seafood is how nature intended it to be. Always wild, never farmed or modified, and contains zero antibiotics. You can adjust, pause, or cancel your membership at any time, and they offer 100% satisfaction, guaranteed, or your money back. Get your nutrition from nature. And even better, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB. That is wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB for $15 off your first box. One more time, wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB. Game two also is a 645 start on Wednesday as Jack Flaherty takes the hill against Freddie Peralta. Freddie Peralta, 9-3, 226 ERA, 162 Ks in 119 innings. And Jack Flaherty, uh, who only has uh, 12 starts on the year, is a 265 ERA, 68 innings pitched, 72 strikeouts. Opponents hitting just a buck 89 against him. But Freddie Peralta has had good starts in the past. Coming off a so-so start, did strike out eight Chicago Cubs, gave up a home run, walked two, two earned runs, and five in the third innings. But with the way the Cubs' offense has been recently, only going five in the third innings might be seen like a little bit of a failure. But Freddie Peralta is no failure at all. He is going to be a tough, tough competitor. He does have a start against St. Louis Cardinals this year, and he was good. May 11th um, at home, went seven innings, struck out eight, hit one, walked one, one hit, Shutout baseball. Track record, very good against St. Louis Cardinals this season, and that bodes well for him and not well for the offense. Jack Flaherty, we all know that that bad start he had against the Milwaukee Brewers um, last season, that kind of bloated his year, right? He has not started against them this season, and Flaherty pitches well at home. 
Uh, when, when you look at his splits, even for just this season, he's got an ERA of 144 in four home games, ERA 335 in eight away games. Take it back to 2019, uh, his, his magical year, his ERA at home was 237, his ERA on the road, 313. And we'll even look back at last year's COVID shortened season. And again, the one bad start in Milwaukee kind of bloated it. 9-4-5 ERA in four starts, while his ERA at home was 267 in five starts. Jack Flaherty, better pitcher at home. Most guys tend to be, and you also throw in the fact that that uh, St. Louis tends to be a pretty hitter or a pitcher friendly rather park. But th- this is going to be the first real test for Jack Flaherty. Yes, Jack Flaherty had an opportunity to prove himself, and he did so with flying colors with an exceptional start against his Kansas City Royals. And even though the Royals did beat the Astros on Monday night, this Royals offense, in my opinion, is not the, the Milwaukee Brewers offense. Milwaukee Brewers are a playoff team, first place, dub. So this is a real chance for Jack Flaherty to prove himself even more. Not that we need him to prove himself. Not that I'm doubting whether or not he's going to be a true ace or not or anything of that nature. But it's, this is, a, this is a, a time for an athlete to, to show up. For, for a competitor to show up, Jack Flaherty did that on Friday against Kansas City. He'll look to do that against Milwaukee this time out. Jack Flaherty has the opportunity to, to really cement himself even more as an ace, as a big game pitcher that steps up in big moments. The Cardinals played the Brewers 13 more times this season, three this week, and then uh, nine more times in the month of September. And I'm assuming Jack Flaherty, if he stays healthy, is going to make plenty of those starts. So Jack Flaherty at home against the Brewers. Um, when you look at the numbers against him individually, according to MLB.com, you, you get some mixed results. You have 30, or 23 at-bats for Lorenzo Cain, 261. Omar Navarro is just 3-9 with a home run. Christian Yelich is hitting 320 in 25 at-bats with two home runs. Some decent, some good, some not so good for numbers against Jack Flaherty. The key to him is first pitch strike, in my opinion. Locate the fastball inside, because when he can dominate on the inside part of the plate, with his fastball on the inside part, that opens up his wicked slider down and away. And it is one of the game's best sliders, in my humble opinion. Flaherty at home is, is solid. I just went through the numbers, just went through the numbers there for Jack Flaherty at home. And I think that he's going to step up. This is going to be a fun series. I've already talked about that many times in this show. It's going to be a fun, fun series. It's going to be a fun games one or two. I think if you're going to buy a ticket, flip a coin and go to game one or two for Adam Wainwright and Jack Flaherty. Literally, flip a coin. I think both of them are going to be very well-pitched games, especially if you like well-pitched games. If you like close games, pitchers, duels, I think you're not going to be disappointed this week against the over the Cardinals and Brewers. I like Jack Flaherty. I like game two a lot more, even though Freddie Peralta does have good numbers. It has a good start, rather, against the Cardinals this year. I don't know if it's just me in the, in the moment right now as I record this, but, but Jack Flaherty, to me, seems like the, the kind of pitcher that is going to step up on Wednesday and have a good start, go deep into the game. And also, I think the Cardinals starters and Brewer starters as well, so this goes for both both teams, the starters should feel free and easy to, to make a couple mistakes, I guess I should say, because you've got well-rested bullpens because of the off-day Monday. You're going to have a fully rested Pens. That means you're, you're going to see Devin Williams available, Josh Hader, Bruce Suter. Uh, you're going to have Alex Reyes, Giovanni Gallegos, Hennessy Cabrera, Ryan Helsley. All guys on both, both sides are going to be well-rested. Before I run out of time, let's talk about Game 3. Uh, this one could be the toughest because Brandon Woodruff is a tough competitor. 2-1-8 ERA, 7-6 in his decisions. 
but 297 ERA in his last seven starts, 247 in his last 15 starts, coming off a very good start against the Cubs, or short, shortened start, rather, against the Cubs. I misspoke there. Three innings, uh, one unearned run, did walk three, strike out three. But Brandon Woodruff um, always pitches tough against St. Louis Cardinals. I'll always remember Brandon Woodruff for the uh, – uh, triple he had in, I think it was 2018 playoffs against the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers in game one of the National League Championship Series. But just like Freddie Peralta, Woodruff has a very good start against the Cardinals this season. One six, or I'm sorry, on May 12th, he went seven and two thirds, one run, and a home run, struck out 10 three. So, pitchers have pitched against the Cardinals this year, or all three pitchers, games one, two, and three, I beg your pardon. Pitchers have good numbers against St. Louis Cardinals. The, the reason I say game three is going to be the toughest because you're going to have a, a little bit more of a depleted bullpen after games one and two, no matter what. You're going to have guys unavailable for game three. And the Cardinals don't know their starter yet. Miles Michaelis might be the starter. And even if he is a starter, and even if you do feel good, you can't feel as good about game three as you do about games one and two. Because Michaelis has, hasn't shown a complete dominance at, in his rehab starts. He did retire, I think it was 11 or 15 straight in his most recent one, but still gave up some runs at the, at the high A level. And Miles Michaelis has not pitched well for an extended period of time at the major league level since 2018, his first year back with St. Louis. No, and again, if, I, I think that he could pitch well and he could be fine. He could be his old self. But if it's not him, you got to go John Lester. Then do you, then, then more question marks arise. Can he find another start in him? Can he keep the clock turned back? But game three, in my opinion, is going to be the toughest game. And all three of these games are going to be extremely tough. Don't get me wrong. But game three, to me, just screams uh, the fact that it might be a little bit tougher than most. Prediction time. I'm going out on a limb. I'm feeling good. I, I, I'm not trying to just be just blind, happy. Ooh, the Cardinals want to roll. They're going to make the playoffs. I, I'm going with, with my gut. The Cardinals are on a roll. I think anybody has to admit that. And because of that, I'm not going to go deep. Ooh, they're going to win game one and two or get one and three, two and three. I think the Cardinals find a way to win two out of three against the Milwaukee Brewers. I do. With the two aces they have on the mound, being the, the Cardinals, and they're at home, I like them to win two out of three. And that sets up very well because the next two weeks are against the, uh, the next week and a half worth of games are worth against the Pirates, Tigers, and Pirates. I like the Cardinals' chances only because of the pitching they have going. Yes, I talked about optimism yesterday. You also have Goldschmidt or an auto on a roll. But the big keys for me in this series, Wainwright, Flaherty going for the Redbirds. That's huge to me. That, to me, is going to be the difference for this team and for this series. I like the Cardinals to take two out of three. But this is going to be a big test for St. Louis. Can they pass it? We're going to have to wait and see. I'm running long on time. So before I let you go, be sure to head over to Locked on Bets after this to win yourself some money. Uh, they break down all the bets on all sports, so they win yourself some money there. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Um, got over 600 followers, so thank you guys for that. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. Great engagement there, uh, both in DMs and on likes and uh, comments and everything of that nature, So and story reactions on Instagram, so love it there as well. And be sure to email the show anytime at LockedOnCards locked on cards at demo.com. Excuse me. And again, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and be sure to get notified when I post a YouTube video, which is every day and as well as drop a rating where possible. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody that would like to listen about Cardinal baseball. I'm feeling confident. We'll see if my confidence in the Cardinals comes to bite me in the butt later, but I'm feeling confident that Cardinals can take two or three against the Brewers this week. 
Be sure to come back tomorrow as I recap game one and what is hopefully an Adam Wainwright dominating start. But until I talk to you again, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a great day.